What is happening, people? Frank here from Inside the Garage. You guys rock. I kind of tongue twisted that one. Garage. People, if you are a garage owner or perhaps you're someone that may be doing struts and shocks over the weekend, this is something that you want to share out, hang out with us. I've got folks from Monroe training, regional folks. They spend a lot of time out in the field across the country solving problems. You buy a new shock or strut, you install it, you've got a noise issue. Perhaps you've got an installation issue. So we're covering the three top items to be aware of uh, when you are actually installing shocks or struts. If you're catching this on the replay, please share this with your following. Uh, we've got three tips. And guess what? You know how we do. I got to give you giveaways. You want the giveaways? Uh, Tyler, throw me a giveaway hat. Just because we appreciate your time. Thank you, Jacob. Share this out with your following. We do have some uh, giveaways from Monroe uh, via the Parts Authority. We got some cool hats. And these aren't just like hats, man. These are, these are the real deal reflex hats. So we're gonna have a question for you. You're gonna get down in the comments. And if you're catching this on the replay and you comment and get the answer right, and nobody got it right, well, guess what? You're winning. So let's get right to it. I'm gonna hand this over to Tyler. Uh, we do have Frank Lindsay with Monroe, what is happening, good to meet pleasure, you. Pleasure. Frank, tell the people, what do you do? Uh, I pretty much hold the fort down for, in, for Tenneco, Monroe, in Arizona, New Mexico, calling on shops and distribution centers. All right, cool, so you're in it, you're, you're out there. I mean, you're helping, I mean, you've been out to our garage, we've Amen. had problems. You know, speaking of problems, I gotta tell you, you need to hang on because there's a term, look, you never are doing this for so many years too long. There's always something new to learn. Priming a shock, have you guys ever heard of that? Priming a shock? We're also gonna cover ride height issues, uh, as well as what you may be doing wrong that's really simple, how you're installing a shock or strut the wrong way. So we have uh, Steve Lemna, thanks for joining us uh, with you. Monroe. What do you do over at Monroe? Hey, I'm the master trainer for Tenneco, and I travel across the country. I mainly cover the Western region. I'm an ASC master automotive tech, and also an ASC heavy duty and medium duty truck tech. All right, so I want to get to the uh, question that you guys have an opportunity. We're giving out the gloves, uh, Monroe gloves, and we're also giving out the hat. So the question is, how many times do you think a shock or strut goes up or down by time a vehicle gets to 50,000 miles? Is it a thousand miles? Uh, excuse me, a thousand times. Is it a million times? Is it like over 80 million? Um, Frank Lindsay, you're gonna get us the answer later. All right, so you have an opportunity for some giveaways. We've got the hat, we've got the gloves, but let's get right to it. Um, do you guys wanna get over to the car? We're gonna talk about ride height. Uh, Steve Lamina with Monroe and Frank Lindsay are gonna join us over here. We've got a Honda listed here, and Steve is gonna to talk to us about one of the first things that we gotta do, we gotta ensure ride height is squared away. Absolutely. Yeah, so let's come on over, yeah. One of the first things that everybody should do when they're going to do an alignment is they should take it out for a road test. Once they come back in, the next thing they need to do is to actually check the ride height, or I'm sorry, the, the air pressure in the tires and then check the ride height. Those are basics. Like, they're, we don't get they're that right. They're absolutely the basics. And I got to admit that in our garage, sometimes, okay, we see a leaky strut, we see a leaky shock. I mean, we're checking tire pressure, but I've got to admit, sometimes we're not checking Absolutely. on the right height. Now, why is that important to check? And if you think about it, what happens when the springs start to sag is the 
tire and wheel starts to go in at the top. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Most cars, you get a bunch of negative camber in there. So right. when we're hooking the heads up and we're starting to check it, and we've got a bunch of negative camber, what are we going to do? We're going to try and adjust it out. Right. Problem is, we may run out of adjustment. So All then right. we're on the phone, we're calling the customer up, we need a shim kit, we need a camber kit. So we're taking the total wrong. We're right. taking the total wrong So let's wrong show the approach. people, we've got a few minutes with it. We're not going to take a lot of time, but we are going to give you these tips. If you're not sure how to check ride height, let's get to the basics. Steve, show us how to check Let's go ahead height. and take that off of there real quick. Okay. Oh, goodness. Where's my latches? Tyler? There we there go. There we go. So it depends on the vehicle, and because there's a hunter rack here, ride height information is built in there, but sometimes you go from the center of the hub to the top of the wheel well. Sometimes you go from the ground to the top of the wheel well. Sometimes you go from the ground up to the frame. Other times you go from the ground up to the inner bolt on the lower control arm, and the ground to the outer bolt on the lower control arm. Then you do that thing most technicians hate, math you actually have to calculate it out math people <laughs> oh it's terrible but what you're looking for springs never rest so they start to sag and that's one of the reasons that uh, the almost the entire line of Monroe shocks and struts are available as quick struts okay so that's important let's stop right there so we get you guys will probably get a lot of questions asked about uh, when, when somebody comes in your garage hey do I need that spring and is it a safe bet to say that any vehicle over what mileage uh, is a complete assembly? About 100,000 miles. Okay. So those springs, about 100,000. So even if you're doing this on the weekend, you may go out, you want to buy a pair of Monroe struts. Of course, you're going to check your parts authority locations. On their retail side, they do an awesome job. If you're buying a strut cartridge and you got over 100K, you want to consider the spring. The ride height, if it was less than it would, should be, collapse springs, that's an indication you need the springs. Absolutely, and yeah. what that does is that brings that negative camber back to put more positive, right. so when we do a uh, alignment, what we're doing is actually doing an alignment okay. on the car. Okay. The car is back to where it was from the factory, All and right. that's what's We're important. gonna go back over here. Um, a lot of you, and, and trust me, we've been guilty of doing this well. You get busy in the garage, or you're doing a weekend project, um, tell us about the installation issues that we can have. I'm actually going to just use the stool right here. Um, go through the basics. Um, right. And a lot of you checking this out may say, well, come on, Frank, we know how to install struts. But there's something going on here Steve's going to share with us that you're probably getting wrong. And the idea is we want to minimize those comebacks. You're at the weekend doing your own struts or shots. Like, you want to be done ready for Sunday football. So, Absolutely. what do we got? So, you got to be careful with these things. The first thing you want to do when you go you to take it apart yeah. is you want to remove two of the nuts and leave one of them just a little bit loose. That way it's going to just hang on sure. you so it doesn't fall out. Yeah, okay. Then you're going to raise the car up and you're going to take everything off on the bottom. We're going to take the two bolts out here. We'll take the sway bar link, the tie rod end, whatever's attached to it, the parking brake hose or the, the brake hose the uh, ABS wires. So you can all disassemble. There's you no, disassemble it. But it's the installation that you got to be careful. The installation is the important part. Take this thing out. When you put the new one in, what most people do is they take their impact and they put these top three nuts on or four nuts on and they and tighten they're it down. It. They're not supposed then to they're coming down well. below and they're trying to line that knuckle up with that the bottom of the strut. Right. So now we're starting to pull on it. And when we start to pull on it, we end up doing damage to the upper strut mount. And that could be a comeback. So you guys know if by chance you've had this issue, 
What is that going to sound like or be to me as a technician it, in the garage? What's going to happen is that upper part of the spring is going to hang up on the strut mount and the lower part's going to be turning and it just bangs. Gotcha. And then as it comes back, it'll bang. So you're going to get some noise out of the strut where you didn't have it. So what the trick is, put this up in there, put your nuts on loose, let it hang, put everything else back together below, put your wheel back on, drop the car down, let the strut come up through the shock tower, then take a ratchet, not an impact, take a ratchet, tighten it down, then torque them down. Right. If you do that, that'll And that's the key, that torque problem. them down. I mean, how many of you have gone so fast because you got six cars in the bay, or again, I talked to you guys doing it on the weekend, you do it yourselfers, slow it down, follow the method, you'll be done. Sometimes more is less. We say a lot of that in the industry. And when you're installing these shocks or struts, especially these assemblies, you really want to follow that procedure. So I'll remind you guys, we're going to pose the question. Uh, we've got some Monroe hats we're giving out, as well as these cool Monroe gloves. And we do want to thank Parts Authority uh, for sort of helping us out with the freebies. You can uh, get in the comments. The question to you, and thank you for watching this if you're catching this with uh, a replay. The question is, how many times do you think a strutter shot goes up or down when a vehicle gets to 50,000 miles. How many times? Do you think it's a thousand times? Probably not. That's like it's probably no. more than that. Do you think it's 20 million? Do you think it's 30 million? Do you think it's over 80 million? If you've got the right answer, we're sending you out some hats. We're sending you out some gloves. Now, this last part, we've got a few minutes left and certainly appreciate you guys spending time. Again, share this with your following. Share with a fellow garage owner. Share with somebody you know that may be doing their shocks or struts. You know, this is designed to really save you guys from the hassle. You had mentioned something. Um, the interesting thing, like you guys can agree, we're always learning something, no matter how long you've been doing this. I mean, you're like a dual master, ASC master. I've been doing this for 30 years, and we're always learning something. But Steve, you said, and I wrote it down, priming a shock. You guys heard of that phrase? Absolutely. So how do we store shocks? Shocks are stored on their side. There's gas in these shocks. What the gas does is the gas helps to keep the uh, air in, that's in the hydraulic fluid from expanding when it gets hot and creating cavitation inside the shock. So that gas is in there and it's putting pressure in there. And when it's put on its side, what happens is all of that gas starts to migrate up to the top of the shock. So what we've got to do is we've got to get that gas out of the center part of the shock where all the fluid is and get it redistributed. So it's not a defect. This is just the natural process. It's, it's a been natural warehouse. process. Absolutely. So tell us, how do we, so you technicians listening, like I've never heard of prime a shock, so we're learning something. How do you prime a shock? So what you're going to do is you're going to take a shock. Now this is a monotube shock and we don't have to do it on a monotube, but if you have a twin tube shock, all you're going to do is you're going to press that shock all the way down and you're going to release it and you're going to press it all the way down and you're going to release it and you're going to do that about four or five times and what so that's purging. going to do you're yeah purging. all you're doing is you're yeah. purging the air out of the fluid getting that that gas back where it's supposed to be uh, around the outside of the shock okay once that's done go ahead and install the shock take it out for a road test make sure everything's fine okay i want to remind you guys with monroe parts authority they've got locations all over the country there is a 25 dollars visa gift card happening right now um, you buy $500 worth of shocks or struts, you're getting a $25 Visa gift card. That's through November 15th. Hey, that's an incentive. I, I could use uh, some money. I got big yeah. family. All one in the turkey. So, uh, Frank Lindsay. Appreciate with, uh, you, Monroe, sir. Thank you for thank joining you. us. And Steve Lemna, dual master. 
I gotta shake a man's hand again. He's a dual <laughs> ASC master. You just got your heavy duty. I just got my medium and heavy duty. That's awesome. That's an inspiration for those that think you got enough uh, certifications. Keep going. So thanks for hanging. If you caught this on the replay, remember we're giving out the Monroe hat. This is a nice reflex style hat. It's a respectable hat. Like everything that Monroe does, it is respectable. And of course, some nice cool gloves that you can have working on the weekend or in the bays when you're working on the car. I want to thank you guys for joining. Share this out with the following. The question again, if you're catching this on the replay, how many times does the shock or strut go up or down when a vehicle gets to 50,000 miles? You think it's 20 million? Do you think it's 30 million? Do you think it's over 80 million? The right answer gets the freebies. So thanks for hanging. Share this with your following. I'm Frank from Inside the Garage. Listen, we got a jam-packed show. We got a special Apex SEMA edition. Uh, we're actually going to talk to a lot of our good friends down at the Apex floor, the Automotive Aftermarket Parts Expo, and uh, we're going to get the vibe. So if you couldn't make it to Expo, join the show next Wednesday. It'll be like being there. And of course, Sunday we have the podcast every week. If you've missed the live show Sunday, you can catch our Wrench Nation Car Talk. You guys rock. And I got to say, Tyler, we got to tell the people, what do we say? Be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. Thanks, guys. Rock on. We'll catch you guys next time.